ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Your home for all things fan controlled. Get your ears ready, your mind right. It's time for the Fan Controlled Show. LFG. Are you yeah, ready for it? I'm ready for it. Welcome, 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 welcome to Avatar Grass. <laughs> <laughs> the show formerly known as the Fan Controlled Show, the official companion show to Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment. The incredible mass appeal <laughs> empire that's bringing you all the stuff you just saw in that trailer. Yes. I'm your host, Jeff Canada, the spell with two N's and one T, and I am joined, <laughs> as always, by some of my favorite people on the planet. It's Josh McCuga, it's Patrick Dees, and it's the Commish. Ray Austin. What's up, fellas? Jeff? What, what is up? Kids. We missed you guys last week. I was going to say, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I, I thought me and Tony or Ink, uh, Ink, I, Ink we, kind of a- I thought we killed it last week. But yep. of course. having you As come you back do. and do that, I don't know if we, sir, I don't know if what we did was just It sets a tone every that. single time. It really just did. I'm like, my, damn, we didn't set that type my, of No, my pulse. It's a you dip. Guys, look, look, you're doing your own thing. You're not trying to do the same thing. You I guys, can't you know, yeah. why would you try? I, you can't, I can't either. I don't encourage trying it. It's not you guys. It. If I'm setting the tone, am I the real toner? <laughs> I will tell you, you know what? You did sound like a robot caller. You're like the commish Ray Austin. <laughs> We got the AI chief up here. That's, that's, that's right. AI chief. This will age me seriously, but when I was a little, when I was a young kid uh, in junior high, I had a friend who called one of those nine seven six numbers. Yeah. Okay. And it must have been a, a real crappy one because he told me that at the beginning it was like, "Hi, I need you to say your name." He's like, <laughs> uh, "Robert." And he's like, "Oh, hi, uh, Robert." <laughs> I I want you to get a little closer, uh, uh, Robert. In an acting class in New York, I had a, a girl that was in acting class. That was her day job. She did sex line operator. Like that was yeah. what she did. It, she made good money. I have no doubt. I have no <laughs> doubt. I, I, had, I had this idea, and only bringing that up because you you said uh, voicemails and whatnot or phone calls. Yeah, I had this idea. To have celebrity athletes leave voicemails for you. Yeah. So like if you call, if I call Patrick and he was a Chicago Bears fan, and oh, I'd have Brian Urlacher be like, "Hey, Patrick, Brian, you know Ray says awesome. screw you. He's gonna tackle you next time he sees your ass. By yeah. the way, the game is on Sunday at eight o'clock." <laughs> yeah. You describing cameo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can cameo <laughs> for voicemails. Ray, Ray pitched that to us early, 2017, 2018. When you score a touchdown, that you would get a phone call from Quavo. would be like, oh, Jeff, you good. just called that. Like, yeah, so it was that's part really of it. Good. Yeah, it's yeah, that's dope, yeah, right? Yeah. I did that. Um, it was in the, that was uh, in the 1900s. Was yeah, it was, yeah, it was a rotary <laughs> dial phone. But you know, Dude, as a season ticket holder of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the the first round draft pick, the number one overall pick of your of the Steelers, calls and leaves you a voicemail. It's like, hey, Josh, it's Najee Harris. But it's like, hey, Josh, it's yeah. Najee Harris. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like to be a Pittsburgh Steeler and so pumped you're a season ticket holder, that kind of thing. I've got to say. Uh, Guys, I have so, so first of all, we have a like who's who, a murderer's row of people in the chat. We've got Nerdy and Harry Dog and Ruthless Cutie and Boykin for MVP. Good to see everybody. 
The thing that I want to know is, it's a, like, I miss more shows than most of you. Uh, I get pulled in a lot of different directions. And the weirdest thing is to show up and no, have no idea where Avatar Grass came from. Yes. So if you could please explain to Jeff and I where that came from, just so we feel like we're in the loop. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's what happened. So um, <laughs> we started talking about fan-controlled bowling. Okay. Okay. As you do. As uh, a, a a fan named Joe Compton DM'd us uh, on Instagram. His idea was like team-based, which is cool, and you draft the players. But then Ray and I started going off like an LED lane, or like all the pins are LED, and you can light them up, and wor- and pins that are lit up are worth more. And then like if the fans want to put up the bumpers or take the bumpers away, or like you have to bowl left-handed, all that kind of stuff. So then somebody starts talking about like, oh, well, hoops is an LED LED court. What would the, the, the turf look like in football? And I was like, it'd be like fiber optic. And Ray's like, you mean the internet? And I was like, no, <laughs> it'd be like lit up grass. Like when you go to the circus and they give you those things and they're in the crowd and they, you know, and it's like, he's like, oh, you mean avatar grass? <laughs> That's great. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's amazing. Uh, we speaking of murderers row. We have a murderers row of guests. You're damn right, uh, we do. This week, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be wall to wall guests. We got a lot of fun coming at you. Thanks for being here. All we also want you to know, this show is fan controlled, as is uh, the entire sports and entertainment uh, empire. Uh, fan controlled. That means you have the power. That means you get to decide what this show is called. Avatar Grass from last week. You get to decide what this show will be called next week. All you got to do is throw up suggestions of show titles in the chat if you're watching live. And the best of them will go into a poll at the end of the show, and you'll get to vote. Whichever one gets the most votes is what we're called next week. There also, you go. Josh. Well done, Jeff. Yeah. Not the only show, not the only program no. for you to watch. No, no, not by a long various- shot various platforms tell us about the platforms well we have an entire podcast network so if you want to listen to this show or tell friends to listen or you want to re-listen if you're watching now you can listen to us you can also listen to freddie stat go and kenny g stevenson's uh fan controlled fandom they're going to talk a little bit about the mandalorian i guess they they went full ham uh this week on everything everywhere all at once is that the name of the movie such a good movie is yeah that how it's, that's the title of it yep uh, I could not get through. I could get through everything. I couldn't get through everywhere, and I couldn't get through all at once. It was just a little too much for Josh McGuga. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. It just. I, I, I wanna, I'm going to watch it this weekend. So. Yeah. I. I, I think so you'll good. like it, Ray. I, I. It just. I. I wasn't in the mood, and every time I think about going back to it, I have to like restart. Anyway. So uh, th- there's those podcasts, as well as every Tuesday in Arcade, every Wednesday, Don't Cause a Ruckus live right here on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. You guys can catch them. Those are also on the podcast network. We're also uploading tons of videos to social media, YouTube shorts. And this week, started this week, every day going into next week, we have new episodes of King of the Console. Uh, they, they look fantastic. They're a lot of fun. They're up on the YouTube channel right now. So check those out. And then later on this show, Jeff, Leighton Batiste will be here. He'll be back again this week. Uh, announcing a little show that he and I have planned. Uh, we're going to talk about that at around 3.30 Pacific. Jeez. Holy moly, there's so much content. You, you gotta get you that shoot content. them all in your closet? <laughs> it is a corner of a room. Corner? Oh, corner. Sorry. Corner of a room. You shoot them in the corner of your room? Yes. <laughs> yes. Every, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I understand that there is going to be a massive showdown. Uh, oh, showdown, of, you of say? Something, of something that Ray has demonstrated an incredible mm. skill, knowledge talent. base, yeah. talent. Yes, indeed. Like everything, right uh, now. An expert level mastery of. 
Yeah, level five master. And we're not even talking his football game. We're talking nope, about nope. something you might not, unless you watch this show every week, you might not know <laughs> Ray is a master of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, baby! <laughs> Me and Ray in the ultimate Seinfeld Woo! showdown. Seinfeld! Trivia. That's right. Hey, I'll whip Jigga's ass. <laughs> I I just looked at Jigga. I, I was out. I, I had him when when I looked at him in the like in the camera. In his he was already over. Yeah. yeah. It was like that Mike Tyson when he walks out to the center of the ring and you knew that other yeah. dude was just beat. No, it was, it was no. like uh it was like uh it was like Kramer in the game. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. out. <laughs> Boom. It was like little Jerry Seinfeld in the cockfight. He didn't have a chance. They brought in a <laughs> ringer bird. Okay, they brought in a ringer bird. Ringer bird. It was yeah. all those children that tried to fight Kramer in the karate class. They That's, knew they didn't oh, stand a chance. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we're gonna, you're going to be able to see that, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to yeah. see the showdown. You got to come up with a fun like Rumble in the Jungle. Mm -hmm. We got to see like the the the. Uh... We have, yeah, we have, we got to have a, like a uh, what, what you call you know the press press conference. Yeah. Have, yeah, the Seinfeld oh. minefield. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was the show is about nothing, right? So like yeah, I, something about nothing. Like oh a, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or the quiz? Yeah, the uh, the the uh, the trivia about nothing. I don't know. Yeah. We gotta get Delhi in there. That's great. Yeah, yeah. The, the Delhi monks. Yeah, the big salad. The big can, salad. I don't I know. Just, I, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but Ray, so here's what it is: people are gonna have to come up with some questions. Fans, uh, Patrick, Jeff. I know Jim uh, Afro very much wants to be involved. Anybody that wants to submit Seinfeld questions, this match will be taking place in a couple weeks. Okay. Oh. Ooh. It will be a time to train. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could do it right now if we had been prepared. I would. I, I don't. You know how they have. I would. Funny that you mentioned that, gentlemen. Let's get say? ready to go. No, you, you don't. You don't have to get prepared if you are. <laughs> hey, tell me, say it one more time, Jeff. <laughs> if you are prepared, you don't have to get prepared. That's wrong, but yeah, I you ain't gotta get ready if you stay ready. <laughs> that is just the, that is the white plate, white way to say it, too. Yeah, hey, you ain't gotta get prepared <laughs> unless you're prepared. <laughs> Prepare yourself, or you're gonna wreck yourself. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. What are we doing? Yes. Uh, a couple of people in chat. Uh, Jose Ruckus. He's uh, he's cooked like Kramer, covered in butter. Oh, good. Freddie Amaro said, so if you don't want to pay, no view for you. Like, it's not gonna <laughs> strong. Be strong. It's not going to be a pay-per-view. I mean, we're going to treat it like a pay-per-view event, but it's going to be free. We're, we're, it, we cannot not it, nah. listen. Yeah. This, it's like TV hey. back in the day. You just had it. Yeah. It's, it, 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 you'll see the commission rare form. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I tap into my whiteness and I, do, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I'm telling you, I am there. I am in this space. I am in that, you know. I've seen so, him do it. I've seen man, him do it. Whoa. He, you know he walks saying? into a room. It's like, boom, ba -dum, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was Instantly has no rhythm. It's weird. I was you just know? not a model. I was just not, I was a hand model. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. See, this, that, that went over some people's heads. Yeah, That's true. Wearing <laughs> outfits. <laughs> Incredible. Your inspiration. All right. Hey, I don't, I don't want to alarm everybody, but we're already up to our first guest. In the, in the <laughs> <show>. <laughs> How 
is that possible? Yeah, we literally just died. We did nothing. Yeah, how is this possible? Jam packed with guests. Yes. Okay. So I, a couple weeks ago, I get uh, an, a message from the one and only Ruthless Cutie, Jess Simona. She's yes, a legend. She's one legend. of the best Ruthless. humans around. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And she said, "Check this out." Some of the Glacier Boys fans got together and adopted a polar bear, and they named it Jamil. Obviously. <laughs> The greatest of all time in FCF history. I'm, I'll just say it right now. Okay, he's the goat. They named a polar bear Jamil. Wait a minute. Oh, you say funny. that like that's a normal thing that people do. That's right. funny. That's funny. But it's not. It's not. Okay. okay. Now, uh, one of the gentlemen. Now, Jay Spacely apparently was one of the masterminds behind it. He's going to come on next week. Uh, maybe do some trivia. But right now, we have Frosty himself, aka Corey, uh, to talk a little bit about the process behind. You know, he, Kurt, he, he used to be in chat all the time, Liquid Error. We don't see him that much anymore. I think he's been spending too much time growing a mustache because let's see. Yeah, yes, Whoa, he's grown a mustache. mustache. Oh, is it a goatee? Is no. that what that oh, is? Oh, it's a bro. Uh, just, okay. a, just a lazy stash, you know. It's a lazy, lazy stash. All right, Frosty, tell us about this polar bear. Wait, I want to know where the first first the idea came yes, from. Yes, yes, yes. And then yeah, the process. Wait, wait, wait. this yeah. is for real. Oh, yeah. this yes. is for real. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was a joke. Go ahead. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, please. Commish, we don't joke about polar bears. With polar no, bears. why would you? It's <laughs> irresponsible. No. Yeah. So uh, so National Polar Bear uh, Day, I don't know if you all knew this, February 21st. I mean, uh, I you're raising awareness everywhere, Frosty. Well, you really, you really are. Trying, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. yeah so anyway, uh, so <laughs> we have a we have a small group of captains that kind of moderate the you know the fan server that we have. We have about uh, 150 fans in there, Glacier Boys fans, right in there. So we moderate it, and I, so I threw it out. I was like, hey, we need to do something for National Polar Bear Day for like the Glacier Boys to like raise awareness about the team. Smart. Uh, so oh, we yeah. started throwing out all these ideas or whatever, but especially who you mentioned earlier is like, why don't we just adopt a polar bear? Like out of nowhere. <laughs> and we're all like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. And so we started looking, he started looking it up. He came to us and Polar Bear International allows you to symbolically adopt a polar bear. Um, so we did it and nicknamed it Jamil. Uh, and kind of, we're kind of making our, our little bit of like a ring of honor sort of thing, you know? Like, yes. so every year we're going to let fans nominate players and fans. And if someone gets oh, wow. nominated, we're going to adopt a polar bear. And Absolutely it incredible. Yeah, yeah. Utterly brilliant. Frosty, talk to me about that process. So when you start looking, do you have your choice? Are there like yeah. photos or is there a gallery of polar bears and say, I want to adopt that cutie, <laughs> that cutie. And, uh, and then you get to know it. Are there meet and greets? Don't you just adopt the most you know, put the it, prettiest put polar it on bear. A chain and yeah. just walk it around. No. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, the, the three-legged one. Yeah, it's yeah. like just as, yeah, that's all the loner. It's just in the corner. Oh, By the way, Indy any brindle ones there, yeah, no. there is a link so, in the chat right now if you want to look at polar bears international.com or dot org yeah, excuse me dot org yeah yeah, yeah, yeah dot org um no it was actually it was harder than adopting a child you know we brought it into our home we just we got it for six weeks we had the social worker come and check in on it to make sure it was still alive uh, no no uh we did get a selection we looked at a bunch um why why we chose polar bear international one of the things we really like which is like an added thing for glacier boys fans in the server is we actually got tracking information for our polar bear who's actually out in the wild right and so every day our fans can go and look to see where Jamil is. I just looked it up. Right so wait, oh, no. Wait, no, wait, no, wait. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. <laughs> 
<laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, Frosty, he's like GPS tagged. You know in real yeah, time dude, where he is oh, at any man. given moment. <laughs> yeah, I just pulled him up before the show started. Uh was hanging out in the Hudson Bay in Manitoba. So, yeah, oh, we have GPS information. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so cool. Gorgeous. This that is a little cold. Just, little chilly. Yeah. Perfect um, polar bear yeah. weather. Glacial, right. if you That's will. Right. <laughs> That's right. Glacial. Uh, so yeah it's really cool we check in on the polar bear we have an actual picture of it uh it's real name all that stuff which we won't disclose for its safety yeah um, smart, it's smart. Name is yeah. Samuel, though. yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well so it, uh, talk to me about the the process meeting with the social worker when you got at home for yeah. like six <laughs> yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. had you seen cocaine bear at that point and did <laughs> that give you some ideas that's where that's why we thought polar bears were white you know i thought they were just, <laughs> uh, so, you know, we had a bowl incredible. and the social worker said, like, oh, no, fish or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give the bear any more cocaine. You're like, oh. Yeah. Were they cool with you putting that extremely large chain around its neck? <laughs> yeah. We actually just borrowed the turnover chain. Yeah. yeah nice, just nice. walking around with that. Yeah. Is there um, is there a, a world in which like you can ride a polar bear? Like, are there polar bear saddles? Wow, kind of thing? Look, monster! Like, look, you're a monster, first of all, <laughs> is Makuga, he... tell, Anything's possible, first of all. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of, of the all, dark web, Josh? Right. <laughs> second of all, if you're gonna commit to riding a polar bear, don't buy the saddle. Just go all in and just. Yeah, I think that's out. right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Just grab on and hold. I think hold that's on. right. I think that's, that's right. right. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what you, what, how you define adoption, Makuga, but we don't subjugate the things we adopt and ride them around. Coming from the man who, like, literally last week was talking about his, his uncle fought an orangutan at a state fair or something, right? You know? This is just how the Makugas roll. Listen, we will fight any animal and ride any animal, okay? Oh. Hey, so, so with, with, with uh, global warming, yeah how was that doing for y'all team you know for our team it's fine everywhere we go we we make it icy you know so we're combating oh, nice. global warming uh for polar bears though not so good which is one of the reasons that we did do this adoption right so we can help save polar bears that are legitimately in trouble because of polar bears. Uh, but everywhere Jamil goes, both Jamils, it, it gets more icy. They just adopt another one next year and name it Jamil two, oh, right, right, or yeah, Jamil yeah. three. Actual, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so, yeah. so, have you guys talked a little bit about the process? So, you know, coming to season three, is it uh, just a group of you going to get together and say, here are the four or five Glacier Boys that are you know potentially going to be nominated to to adopt the you know the next one, or what's that, what's that look like? Yeah, so if uh, Glacier Boys that are verified in our server will be able to nominate folks, and whoever gets the most nominations, again, both players and fans, will put it to a vote, and whoever wins that year will get it. So one a year, um, and we'll adopt a polar bear, and they'll go into the polar bear of honor, as we're calling Dude. it, and have a polar bear named polar after bear This is honor. brilliant. You know how, for years, we all grew up watching John Madden give the turkey leg to the yep. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. This totally trumps that. Way this oh, totally out, oh. outshines that. You, you're you getting a polar bear adopted oh. in your name. That's crazy. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. No one else that can be done too no. here is that on game day, we bring up the GPS of the polar bear yep. onto the Jumbotron. You're like, hey, you, That'd be dope. Glacier yeah. Boys are getting ready in the locker room, but let's look at the polar bears. And there they are. Chicken Once in Manitoba. Guys, I was saying turn the whole Glacier Boys suite. Like, you know how, like, LSU, when you come on, they feel got the uh, tiger. 
The whole yeah. the whole suite is just a glick. Right. It's, it's Jamil. It's just Jamil. <laughs> right. Just Jamil. You don't want to go in there. It's Jamil's suite. Yeah. You don't want to go in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think this is going to be uh, like a recruiting opportunity? Like, you think guys are going to be like, "Damn, I got to play with the Glacier Boys because I could be there. Could be another polar bear out there named after me." Yeah, I hope so. That's obviously one of the things we're trying to do. We're trying to grow Glacier Nation. We have a lot of fans already. We're one of the more popular teams. Uh, but we're hoping it'll help with that. And also we're doing a good thing, right? Which is yep. really what we want to do. We want to want to broadcast the league. We want to broadcast the team, but also like give back to the community, right? So we got all this, three in one. Are you, this is the idea here from Jose Ruckus, uh, Ice Rink of Honor. What I'm thinking is, oh, is we have a permanently frozen piece of ice and you carve the names of Ooh. the players. There you go. Right? Like, you know, this bear and that kind of a thing. Like a ring of honor, like an actual ring of honor. You become literally a glacier boy because on the glacier is your name. You are a glacier boy. That's dope. Thank you, Jeff. I'm I'm wondering if you are worried about other uh, teams in the league uh, stealing this idea and um, adopting, for example, an Okie. You know? Oh, yes, in a wild oak. Where, where are you going to find a beast? I mean, the, <laughs> the number of lightning bolts adopted every year is declining <laughs> precipitously. It's, it's a big problem. Yeah. yeah. So um, a whole bunch of oakies, like one through yeah. seven oakies, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then eight, and then yeah. the eighth oakie. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, no, actually, we, we hope other teams do it, as long as they stay away from the polar bears. You know what I mean? That's our well, thing. That would be a power yeah. move, though, if the zappers just all of a sudden got zapped and started adopting all of the polar bears so you couldn't do it, and they just named them all Johnny Manziel, and you're like, what is going on? Wow. That'd be a, that's, yeah. it's a zapper kind of thing to do. I'm laughing because there's actually a, a five. I'm laughing because Jeff said there's actually a five Oki out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Where's yeah. the um, <laughs> No, all I would say, all I'd say to the Zappers is to keep in mind the largest margin of defeat was the Zappers to the Glacier Boys in season two, Ooh. and that's what we talk about every time. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. impressive. Except when you realize one team was the champs. And the other <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Stats are subjective. You know, stats are subjective. Wins and losses don't matter. No. <laughs> what I say would have been even better in that scene is if, like, Jeff's like, uh, I think you oh, you forget that the Zappers won the championship. And oh, then out actually, of nowhere, a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, <laughs> down, Jamil, down. <laughs> incredible. Uh, well, this is incredible. This is such next level thinking. This is why, like, only fans could come up with this. Right? This is not something crazy. that happens in a boardroom around a table. This is fans. <laughs> yeah. Fans come up with this no. shit. And this is cool no. shit. It is yeah. cool shit. Patrick, you um, mind him being in, in our boardroom? Let's get a stop the polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I love it, Frosty. I love too that you've really caught the spirit of what this is all about, right? Like again, and inspire. There are very few limits we place on fans. Encourage the shit. We want to, you know, amp amplify it and signal boost it. And so, like, I feel like you're going to be an inspiration to, to other teams. And I think it's just going to be this war of escalation. I can't wait to see where you play the tapes three or four seasons out. And I think it's going to be wild. And you're such a trailblazer oh, in what you're doing. So here good. it's awesome so and good to, to the so point good. where eventually a gigantic ape that we have genetically engineered <laughs> will attack a giantly genetic yeah. engineered polar bear that we adopted and they right. will fight to yeah. the death during halftime of a championship game on avatar grass i mean that's 
that's the dream, right? That's what that we, that's what you all were yeah. thinking about when you started yeah. this thing. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That was the that's end correct. game. We yeah. knew we'd get there. Yeah. Just get PETA all over our ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, congrats. This is amazing. Thanks for coming on and, and yeah. telling us all about it. Uh, kudos to the Glacier Boys fan base. And this is what Power to the Fans is all about. That's cool. It really is. Thanks, Thanks guys. Hell yeah. Mad cool, Frosty. Hey, and speaking of the Glacier Boys, everybody know uh, I saw Quavo and Drew. This is Drewski too, but Quavo and Drewski are on an actual series on Peacock. What? Uh, what's it today? Yeah, it's called uh, Church is This or Church This or something. Mm-hmm. Praise this. Praise this. I think there it is. Look, there it is. Praise the. Oh. Man, shout out to Fro. You got that, didn't you? Oh, let me see. For a second. Anyway, we got two team owners on a series on Peacock. Quavo, yeah. there it is. Quavo and Drewski in this new deal called Praise This. I saw it earlier this morning. Oh, so it's a reality show about gossip? No, series? it's an actual show on, uh, yeah, oh. it's an actual show like on B- oh. uh, Peacock. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, okay. Uh, Let's go. Wow. So, praise That's This. Great. Praise uh. This. I saw it. Drewski was actually funny. The the ones that they showed a Drewski, it was it was it was actually kind of funny. So. Okay. Oh yeah, Drewski getting it, dude. Drewski everywhere, <laughs> man. Oh, doing that some magic did. mic action. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah. Anyway. Right on. Okay. Praise this. Uh, Glacier I, Boys should I, have been stars. Mm. I just didn't know there was more on on uh, on um, Peacock, Peacock other than Poker Face. I thought it was just Poker Face episodes, just twenty four hours a day. <laughs> so I was excited they've got other programming. NBC Alex is also there, Patrick, where you could have oh, watched oh, yeah. season two of Fan Control Football. Oh, I did. Come on. <laughs> oh, I know that. I was, I, was, I was in Atlanta, had it on at home. You know what I mean? <laughs> just just, just running. Hours. Just, yeah. No, yeah. of course. Yep. Ah, man. Well, we got more show, Jeff. We got more show. We got more guests. We do. Is our, is our guest, a second guest here? Yes. He is. Yes. Well, let's bring him in. I... Jeff, he's never not here. That's, That's right. My understanding. That's right. I have never met this gentleman, but I've, I've been so told by the you. other three people on this call that uh, that I'm in for a treat. So, yes. Josh, why don't you introduce him? He's a legend in the sports world. Okay? Oh, I know this is. In every world. In every world that you've ever been to. Okay? This man carries an aura of – we all wish that we could have the aura of the one and only Andy Dolich, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Andy Dolich. So uh, let me start out by saying there's no bullshit on this show. Is that correct? Oh, no, no, Andy. I'm sorry. You, you missed. I think you, you heard wrong. It's all bullshit. All bullshit yeah. right. It's all yeah. right. Okay. Right. So you didn't get the memo. ABS. Yeah, that's right. Bullshitting. Correct. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I appreciate yeah. that in the honor of our show title, Andy has gone full uh, Navi. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm totally here. This is so well made that you could peel it off in two and a half seconds. It's great. I was having a bit of problem getting through, but I went to my phone. Props. Immediately got uh, into the studio, and it is an honor. First of all, Ray, did you ever get into those jerseys that you have? Behind? No, those are, those are toddler onesies, Andy. <laughs> that, and, and how are you feeling, Mr. Commissioner? How are you feeling? I, I, man, I feel it great, especially with you being here, man. Hey, first of all, I want to say, how cool are you to your grandkids? Yeah, that's a question. 
How cool am I to my grandkids? Not because you're a fan control football ambassador. How are I cool? am the coolest person in the world. It goes from a high of seven and a half to a low of 15. Many of them are working on ball skills as we speak. Um, they have called plays since they're two years old. And they really are totally into fan controlled sports and entertainment. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Mr. Rogers doesn't exist in their world. No. Muppets, all that other stuff. They just care about what's happening in the world of FCSE. Your, right, your hat collection looks very similar to my own. FCF. Okay, so here's the, here's the reason. First of all, we've all gone through the pandemic. And early on, right, everybody had the ridiculous backgrounds of Tahiti and Hawaii and all that. <laughs> shit, right? Oh, but, yeah. Hey, you weren't there. And then your hands would get lost and this aura would be around your freaking head. Nobody likes that. So I figured, why don't I just go to my office, put the hats on that places that I've worked, places that I've been fired, people that are consulting <laughs> with. So I know I got FCF, I got the A's, I got the Niners, I got the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, and boy, John Morant, is he being brilliant these days? I don't think so. So he's <laughs> To the tune of 50 games. Uh, I, I, teach, I teach sports nitwits at Stanford in the School of Continuing Studies. Like hey, hey I just want to say, Andy, Andy's so dope, I could just call up people in Stanford and they don't know. So that goes away. And I went to the first game ever uh, for the Washington Nationals. So, okay, that goes away, too. <laughs> I just think it's a much better way to keep active. And let's see. Andy's uh, like a prop oh. master. He's got like yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. The, always. I've fired. I've been fired two times in my career, once by the 28-year-old uh, Jed York. We're moving in another direction. Don't you like that one? Ooh. <laughs> we keep trying to tell Jed. Uh, yeah. I, and, uh, I just, he just doesn't take a hint. And I wanted to say, he was sitting next to his lawyer. This is a true story. And I wanted to say, okay, so we're moving in another direction. I have a contract. Are we going north, northeast, or south, <laughs> southwest? <laughs> and he dropped it, and I got paid on my contract. So that was. And now, and then well, behind you, the uh, the old Soviet Union. Were you a coach during? In Soviet Russia. <laughs> uh, no, there's there's a story. Patrick doesn't every. Uh, doesn't every conversation have a story? Yeah, I, well, yes, you, especially okay, with you, so I, a, a thousand is, percent. Uh, because this show is nothing but the truth, yep. always, yep. Um, I became very good friends with Doug Collins. And if people remember basketball history in the Olympics, Doug Collins hit two free throws that gave the USA the Olympic gold medal. Yes. in the And the official went, oh, nope, sorry. That doesn't count. We're giving the balls to the Russians. Right. And they gave the ball to the Russians. And the Russians threw the ball down the court and won the Olympic gold medal. So that is my hat from Doug Collins. And I think to this day, those great players on that team refuse to accept their yep. silver medals. Yep, yep. They're a if couple I of the guys, I read this article, a couple of the guys that had have passed away from that team put mm. it in their will that their families had never allowed to accept. Oh, that's awesome. Right. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. It's, well, it's so, in the Olympic no, IOC it, center and just waiting to be collected. 
That's fantastic. Just amazing. And there's an anniversary coming up. There's an anniversary coming up on March 23rd for an NBA record of, of hmm, how do I put this? Of Utility. absolute um, horrificness that has never been broken in 50 years. Never been broken in 50 years and will never be broken in the NBA. Anybody got the idea? The 19-something 76ers. You got it. 1972-73, the team went 9 and 73. Wow. 9 and 73. And that's the worst record? Worst record in the history. Now, people go, oh, that's not true. The Charlotte Bobcats went 6 and 60. Uh, But there was a labor interruption. If you really want to suck, you got to play 82. I totally agree. (laughs) Um, well, say so that is one of my favorite things about having worked with Andy now for several years. Almost every call, there's an anniversary of something, and I'm constantly learning. Andy is a like little vertical slice of Wikipedia in the sports world, and your 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 time on the show is like long overdue. You know, we a lot of times we've we've taken opportunities on the show to showcase kind of big personalities and folks that are are driving forces here at Fan Control Sports and Entertainment. I would love it if you would. I don't need to spend too long, but like set up where you've been. Like, how did you get into sports and where have you been over the course of your career? And then would love, like, would, I, I, we want to take, I know we want to take some questions from both the chat. And I know uh, Jeffrey Kanata's got about 42 questions about the 49ers already for you. Well, so uh, life is just so wonderful. I sent a text to Patrick. Of course, he's busy. He's doing stuff. I didn't hear back from him. So I went to my man, Josh. Right. And Josh got back to me in 1.3 nanoseconds. He rolls. He had no connectivity wherever he was in nope. no more. Mars. Live on a mountain. <laughs> and, and then like the next day, Patrick goes, uh, did you need anything? And I go, no, Josh <laughs> nope. took care of it. Yeah. We're good. Thanks. Uh, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then Patrick said, oh, yeah, I, I'm on the show, too. <laughs> okay got it got it. Uh, so all right here's a quick one uh where have i been uh i'm a new york born cynical sarcastic punk raised on long island a decent athlete sat my ass on the bench as a non-scholarship player at american university in washington dc uh my scoring average was 1.1 points a game in the one year that i played as a all sophomore. right that's, that's Jeff-level stats. I was pretty impressive, but I have a D1 letter. <laughs> um, I graduated from the first sports management program in the United States at Ohio University. Believe it or not, Good there podcast. are now more than 500 sports management programs in the country, robbing tuitions from coast to coast of people that are <laughs> never going to get a job in sports. Really? Um, oh, wow. okay. And my first job, Philadelphia 76ers intern. We went 9-73. and 73. It helped me devise my business strategy, run to chaos, disaster, newness, agileness, nimbleness, or stuff that nobody possibly could understand, like fan-controlled sports and entertainment, um, not chaos and disaster. Uh, Then I went to a well-known sport, indoor box lacrosse. Uh, Washington Capitals after that. We had a shitty record, but there are ties in hockey, so we didn't lose all that many games. Uh, Became the general manager of the Washington Diplomats of the early success of the North American Soccer League when Pele was drawn 70,000 to the Meadowlands. We played in D.C. at RFK Stadium, averaged a respectable 25,000 people a game. Damn, that's good, Um, Andy. Then 
got my big break. I uh, was hired by the Oakland A's by the family that had a fairly successful pants company called Levi Strauss. Maybe you remember them. Uh, 15 years. 15 Jeff loves Levi's. Years. Loves them. I prefer Strauss's. Pretty though. successful. <laughs> we had these guys, right? Uh, oh, these guys. They yeah, the back never, yeah. yeah. Of course. They never took a needle. <clears throat> no. Never, wow. No, never, yeah, it's well known. Yeah. Never took a needle. I'm not um, sure if you know this, Andy, but uh, Mark McGuire and Patrick Dees are not related. They just have the same hair color. No, they just have the same size forearms. I don't know. <laughs> and we had there he is. Rickster. We had the yeah, Rickster. Oh, I've got a hitter in the history. We were I'm champions. Sure. We went to the World Series three years in a row. Uh, 1989, we won the World Series and also decided to hold an earthquake yeah. in San Francisco. That's, you did host that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, first natural disaster broadcast live on national TV uh, by Al Michaels. You can look it up. Then I went to the Golden State Warriors as president. That lasted a significant amount of time, nine months. I got my ass fired. Um, <laughs> and uh, then went to Vancouver for the Vancouver Grizzlies. We moved across an international border to Memphis. We built a new arena, the Memphis uh, FedEx Forum, with uh, those people that send uh, envelopes all over the world. Um, and then three years as chief operating officer of the San Francisco 49ers. Second time I was fired, uh, Jed York uh, was the new president. He was 28. I was older than 28. He wanted his <laughs> team in place. Um, I got bounced, but I had a contract, so not so bad. Started to consult, and that's when my life changed for the better. Um, I got to work with John Mugar and help launch the basketball tournament, which is now the soccer tournament. And then, what was it, Patrick, five or six years ago, uh, some 18-year-old genius said, hey, I know some guys that uh, franchise, they got like immersive sports and entertainment. I go, I'm in. Can I talk to them? And uh, <clears throat> that's a quick 54-year tour around the world of sports. Amazing. Amazing. What was was, and I know you've worked in all four majors. Like, what is which one? Which one was your favorite sport? Like to work for? Like playing is one thing, but like working, watching, for, immersing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, I, like, like I wake up to. I mean, I know everyone. You're waking up to that job is like great, but it's like, what the, was re the it Ray. It's the reason why I absolutely am all in for fan control sports and entertainment. People go, well, you've mm -hmm. got World Series rings. You have this. You've seen these events. You've been to the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I love is to walk around a venue and see fans, families, people of all kinds of background having a great time yeah. at a sporting event. Yeah, yeah. That's mm -hmm. my top moment. Now, I love hoop. I think it's great. I still shoot a nasty uh, swish from the corner to deep three. Oh, still playing at 76. <laughs> and I love it when I'm playing. People go, I got the old guy. I go, so anyway, Ray, really, <laughs> it is about the fans. And when when you guys, when the founders came to me and started talking about immersive sports and entertainment and bringing people into the game, that's what I always tried to do in all these other sports. Because my job was really the ticket seller, somebody to generate the money so a billionaire could overpay an 18-year-old 
a shitload of money to play ball. But now we have the tools at Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment to bring fans into the game. And that's what so enthuses me. If you go to any venue, a junior game, a high school, college, pros, it's it's seeing people having a great time yeah. and not knowing who the hell's sitting next to them, yeah. enjoying yeah. Yeah. the back and forth that they have. And now we could do it globally and you don't even need to be sitting next to that person in the venue. Yeah. So you, I, I grew up in the Bay Area, Bay Area sports fan. Were you, you were at the Warriors, what, what Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway era? <laughs> no, yes? No, I was no. at the Warriors when uh, it was, uh, it was uh, Spree punching the coach. Oh, 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 come on. Oh, legend. I was there when Ronnie Cycli went, oh. I, All right, don't yep. feel, I don't feel good. I can't play today. <laughs> I was there when Chris Washburn opened up his limo and 20 uh, people in and around the limo got a contact high before he went <laughs> to the locker room. Uh, I did work with Chris Mullen and I did know uh, Timmy Hardaway. It was when, uh, you know, Don Nelson was the coach. He left Legend. and then yeah. it really started to go downhill. And under Cohan, he owned the team for 16 years. They had that one great season, the We Believe season. Yeah. Um, and, but that was it. The other years they didn't. And when I was in Memphis at that time, we made the playoffs with Pau Gasol. Uh, Shane Battier yep, yep, yep. Brown was our coach. Hubie. Ethan White Chocolate Williams. Oh, maybe. All that. White yeah. chocolate. Hey, uh, it was fun. But uh, the Bay Area is, is a great market. The Warriors are just in another world. Yeah. Steph Curry leads one of the greatest jazz ensembles in the history of sport because you never know what he's riffing on. Uh, Clay. And you know uh, the uh, the man who never shuts up, Draymond Green. Uh, <laughs> so wait, so for the Niners, you were post DeBartolo, so you're like the early. I was, uh, <laughs> I was, I want winners. I was Mike Singletary. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, okay. And win with the okay. And Mike okay, Nolan, if you remember, Mike Nolan had yes. the. Uh, what did he win? He was the best dressed coach oh, in the NFL. Yeah. Dude, sharp. Um, and we had every week. You know, yeah. We so had was Alex that, was Smith. Was that Cap? Was, was you with Cap? No, we had Alex Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I was there uh, when we were mediocre. And my job was to start the process of looking at a new stadium, which ultimately became Levi's. And the Niners, again, never should have left San Francisco. <laughs> But they I was did. always I was always shocked that the seats at Levi Stadium aren't denim. <laughs> like they should be padded denim. Uh, I mean, well, that like an easy yeah, product. The, the marketing, um, I mean, I'm long gone, and I think they missed a lot of marketing opportunities. Um, I mean, the the Copper Rivet Award that they should have given. The uh, all discovering of gold at Sutter's Mill, they should have done the fifth but, pocket, you know, you, like that. Like, no, when yeah, when you're done, when you're done, you're done. But yeah. being lucky to work in all four sports and you know, and some others, um, 
it's just been the greatest adventure that anybody could possibly have. So I believe it. I feel. Go ahead. Sorry, got a couple uh, questions from the chat here, uh, Andy. First from BC Lion, who loves Canada like I love Pittsburgh. What's your favorite place in Canada? You were you were with the Vancouver Grizzlies and you moved into Memphis. Do you have a favorite place in Canada? Uh, well, Whistler is oh. fantastic. Yep. Uh, my apartment, because I was I was traveling back and forth from Oakland, uh, I could walk from False Creek. Having a brunch and breakfast on Granville Island, oh my God. going any place in Chinatown, uh, those people that love Vancouver, the Grouse Grind, which is a wonderful walk outside Vancouver, mm -hmm. um, it is one of the most beautiful cities in North America. And I'm totally amazed agree. at how many people have never been there. Totally agree. And Canada has something that the United States needs to really work on. Healthcare, and universal manners. Health. Has a lot <laughs> Round of, bacon, mounted no, police. No. Okay. Canada has a lot of Looney's really nice people. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, not to get against nice. Americans, but I, go um, I go up. I go up two or three times a year Tim in Pitch. search of the great white sturgeon. Ah. Uh, I've caught him up to nine feet. I'm going after yeah. the ten footer, uh, <clears throat> but oh, on the oh. Fraser River, um, <clears throat> just wonderful people. And the reason uh, on Bradley of fish, I, it I, is. It is. I, I, I got to jump in real quick, Andy. Like I didn't realize that you were like that <clears throat> badass at fishing. Yeah. I, 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 oh. do, I do this, the, you know. Give me the old guy. Oh, he doesn't let you know on the regular? I feel like I get told a lot how good he is at fishing. Oh, oh here it is. That's an OG. That is a big thing. Look at that. I thought that's like Jeff's high school girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's just below oh, the belt. That that's just That's just. <laughs> That is yeah. not an anchovy. That's uh, a nine-foot white sturgeon released back, condition, Josh. released back in the Fraser River uh, to swim. <clears throat> that fish is probably sixty years old, and I love it just to be outside. And, uh, do you do you, uh, throw, do you throw them back, or do you keep? Oh them? no, absolutely throw them back. The only thing that I will eat, Ray, are salmon, king okay. salmon. And yellowfin tuna, and I've been lucky enough to catch a yellowfin tuna. I don't have the picture right here. Upwards oh. of 250 pounds. Oh, that's absurd. Right, Freddie Airmel really? has a question here. That's the, uh, that's the weight of Josh's house. I, I was yeah. going there. I was going there. <laughs> Jeff, baby. Okay. Uh, Freddie Airmel. There's anything wrong with that? No, no not at all. No. Body Just point it out. 250 pounds. Uh, Freddie Airmel in chat asks, players you've met who are nicer in real life than they might seem to the public or meaner? Question mark. Ooh, that's a good uh, question. Without doubt, uh, Dave Smoke Stewart uh, at the Oakland A's. Yeah. Uh, Joe Montana, who I've gotten to know because of what we're doing, right? Joe's, yep. a, part, Joe's a part of what we're doing. Correct. Um, and... I <clears throat> um, uh, Shane Battier, uh, seems seems it. The Grizzlies seems and Hal Gasol, one of the most incredible, wonderful human beings, um, oh. and a player that most people wouldn't know unless they're soccer fanatics. A gentleman named Johan Cruyff, the great Dutch footballer, played for Barcelona, is viewed as one of the top ten footballers of all time, meaning soccer players. Uh, a brain that was far superior to anything that. 
that he could do. Um, but every team just has wonderful people as they do have knuckleheads. <laughs> I want to I want to piggyback on that because I think one of my favorite things is uh, you know Andy you are an ontological uh, you know observer you love watching people I feel like outside of just the nicest human beings, like I feel like what are some of the biggest characters? I mean, you mentioned Tim Hardaway, Chris Mullen. Hearing, I could hear you talk about uh, Ricky Henderson for, for days. I would love a Ricky Henderson story. But I mean, you were around the Bash brothers and like you think about the the types of egos that you're around in sports. I'd love to hear kind of the the, the biggest personalities. If you had to stack well, right a couple. Bash brothers um, was just, you know, an incredible time working with these guys and helping to promote baseball under our thing called Billy Ball, not Moneyball, but Billy Ball, which Billy was Billy Martin. Billy and I came out of uh, my hotel room in spring training and Jose had just bought a Ferrari, um, mm. which I wasn't aware of. And it was the first car that talked that literally said, get away from me. <laughs> I'm a Ferrari. If you touch me, you're going to jail. Um, you didn't exactly say that, but it wasn't far from it. Um, that was pretty good. Uh, Ricky is just, if Ricky had a greater control of the English language, he would have been even a bigger star. Um, I went with Ricky uh, when he was Mizuno's guy, when Mizuno shoes. There was a giant press conference in Tokyo. Ricky was doing a goodwill tour. Um, he gets up. Ricky-san, please explain steel basing. Um, you know, he goes, well, first you got to get on first. You know, and they're all scribbling down first. You got to get on first. Then um, he goes, then you look at the pitcher. You check with the catcher. You check with the first baseman. And then you must be sure that your feet is paralyzed to first base. Once your feet is paralyzed to first base, then you can take off for second. So I'll never forget Ricky's paralyzed feet to uh, first base. Um, it, hockey players, the nicest human beings in Canadian. the world. Really? Canadian, yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. Oh, that's that. nice. But also, oh, first uh, first period, I've got four teeth knocked out. I spit them out. I saw the dock, and I'm playing in the second period. Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> Paul Paul Suggett, uh, a.k.a. Sluggo, uh, box lacrosse, true story. Uh, I decided we were going to have guaranteed shutout night in Washington. Okay. How do you do that? You get the biggest wrestler. You jam them in a lacrosse goal, which is m half the size of a hockey goal, this and is... nobody could score on them. I like this. So I go, Slug, uh, Slug, we got to try this out. Slug takes the ball, and if any of you have had a lacrosse ball, they're real heavy. Yeah. They're solid. Yeah. Um, and Slug comes down. I can see him laughing with his teammate, Bobby Smith. He comes down. He wings one about 98 miles an hour mm. right in the Johnson Triangle. <laughs> and, and man mountain collapses no cup no <gasps> cup that was the end of that particular promotion <laughs> hey andy i got hit with a lacrosse ball in the back of my tricep and it was the biggest my arms had ever been after like it it's was solid. so painful it's 
It's totally solid. I mean, some, some great moments. Um, you know, a lot of people hate the wave, right? They go, oh, the wave. I hate the wave. First wave ever, October 13th, 1981, Section 331, Oakland A's versus the New York Yankees in the playoffs. My good friend, Crazy George Henderson, uh, turned the wave into uh, a national level of enjoyment. <laughs> um, at the A's, and are you, you know, saying that's when it was created? Yep. That yep. really now there's wow. a big arg there's a big argument as to who created the wave. Rob Weller, who is a chairperson at Washington State, but you could look you could look it up. Um, <laughs> it's on TV. What he and then of course, <clears throat> I you know, despise the wave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, and that's okay. You could despise the wave, but when forty eight thousand other people are having a great time. Yeah, um, do you do you? And, I love you. All you, you gotta do is do uh, this. Uh, Freddie Airmail in the chat with a show name. Don't touch the Ferrari, which is pretty yeah. strong. Very strong. Pretty strong. Very strong. So, only thing about um, the way that if you're on the other side and you're watching it try to come together, and you're like, "Damn, y'all, come on, man, I want a wave." And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're not doing. I, I don't think we're going to do a fan-controlled wave, right? Josh has said no fan-controlled. Whoa, whoa! I never said it. I'm wrong. Fans have voted to enact the wave, and then you <laughs> oh, yeah, that. there's something that I would like to say because I think we're talking about fan-controlled sports and entertainment, right? Sure. Yeah. We'll we'll get know. to that in episode number seven. <laughs> One of these episodes. Uh, <laughs> yep. But what? has really attracted me and, and hundreds of thousands of other people, hopefully more, is that they get a chance to be part of it. And so much of sport is, yeah, yes, you can go to games and you can root and you can do all that stuff. But now you're in it. It's yours. You're controlling it. Um, you're involved with it. And if you want to blame somebody, here's who you can blame. Yep. Yeah. 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 You know, you, you the old say, oh, that yeah. coach, he screwed up. Ray should have done this. The commissioner did that. What are the founders thinking? And I believe that the whole concept of sports at all levels is I want to be involved. I don't want to be shut out. I don't want to know what's going on behind a door. Right. I want to help make the decisions because – Sports Maybe. is the last vestige of a town square left in our society hmm. where everybody, in most cases, can get along. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and I think if everybody that's been in this, I think that's why I, re, I you're one of my favorite guys here, Andy, because I think everybody doesn't realize how, you know, you have to transition in sports. You're going to play at some point. Then you, you're still going to want to work in it. You got to figure out where to go and how to do it. You've done it in I, I I only stick to football. You've done it in so many different arenas, which is so awesome. But <clears throat> the fact that you continue to transition your like from your 30s to your 40s to now your hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here, oh, like, it hey is guys, oh my god. Uh, uh hey. announcement. Uh February 18th, hey. uh 2047. <laughs> Can you put that down? 
Got it, got it, got it. Okay, it's my 100th birthday. Big fireworks show at the Oakland Coliseum. Can't wait. In and corporate jets. Best restaurants. We'll eat at the French Laundry in the Napa Valley. Just put it down. I'll be there. Look, listen, I like Andy, you know, you and I have a relationship. We had a relationship for a long time. I think we give each other shit. But if I can be earnest for a minute, I am so grateful that you could be anywhere. You could be part of almost anything on the planet sports related. And we wouldn't be us now without you and the influence that you've had here so I'm, I'm grateful for your time here and you're obviously you're you've been a part of all of the decision on things that are, are moving forward i'm curious if you can talk a little bit about what the thing in the fan control sports and entertainment world that you're you're most looking forward to that you most can't wait for fans to see your experience before you yeah. answer that andy i want to say this when we're mm-hmm. in meetings everybody's on these levels yeah and he always puts the lettuce on the sandwich. Or yeah. <laughs> like for real, you be like, you be sold this way, and then yeah. he'll, be like, he'll say something yeah. like, "Oh shit, we didn't even think of that." And yeah. I'm getting I, that, Mr. Commissioner. I'm getting that as a bumper sticker. I think I think he just called puts the lettuce. He, he called you a sandwich yeah. artist, Andy. Yeah. So incidentally, uh, this is Michael Lewis. So I actually know a little bit. Uh, Moneyball. How many yeah. World Series have they won? Ziri zibbity doodah. So um, analytics metrics. Look, we care a lot about numbers uh, because it's important. But Patrick, what we have and everybody on this call, what we have is teamwork, leadership and trust. Mm-hmm. It seems real simple. But think about the organizations in sports and just in life. How many of them have teamwork, leadership and trust over time? Yeah, very, very few. And we have been through some incredible highs and we've been low. We've been low (laughs) and uh, nobody goes, I'm out of here. Bye. See you later. Especially in the world of, um, you know, I live in the Silicon Valley where people hold on to their jobs between three and seven seconds before they leave (laughs) for other equity positions. Mm -hmm. People have hung in here because they get the concept. And if it was easy, everybody would get it. Uh, but the agility, the nimbleness, and somebody was telling me what you guys have is heart. You know, you have heart, you have soul, you have brains, and you got cojones. Um, and that and is sick old school. Well, we got cojones with passion. <laughs> yeah. but... Singular. Singular right here. Hey, Singular. that was just that phone call. That was just a guy calling from the Oakview group. You know those guys, the multi-billion. I put them on hold. I said I'd get back to them. I'm doing an interview. With my Incredible. You gotta, Incredible. Yeah, you got to prioritize. It. Yeah, exactly. All right. That's... Andy Dolich, absolute legend. Thank you for being here, bud. Really yeah. uh, love having Incredible. you. Incredible. Guys, uh, I appreciate it. Can I do a quick PSA before I leave? Yeah, Absolutely. please. Okay, so this book, which is a real book called Goodbye Oakland, tells the story of the Raiders, the Fort, uh, the Raiders, the Warriors, and the A's. And you can read it here, Winning Wanderlust, a Sports Town's Fight for Survival. And if the A's go to Las Vegas, which is rumored, this city will have zero major professional sports teams after winning championships, Hall of Famers. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. This goes back to 1968. I wrote it with the sports editor of the Oakland Tribune, Dave Newhouse. It's on Amazon.com. It publishes on April 11th. 
and I would wow. say it's a pretty darn good read. Dude, that's so awesome, give it a shot. That's such a great, just such a great point. Why, like they they talk about St. Louis, and we were we were saying this over chat, like the XFL St. Louis team is like selling out. Like you know, like you there is your market. You have a market for a business, and and all these teams are leaving Oakland. Man, that says that's that's really cool. I'm gonna check that out. Maybe. Uh, FCSE, uh, let's put it on our radar. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Um, there's nothing better than talking sports and everything else with you guys. Uh, have a great rest of the day and, uh, LFG. LFG, LFG yeah. Andy. LFG. Thanks for being here. He's the best. Yeah. Oh, man. you've ever done? Maybe? Possibly? What What's that? What'd you say? The best best interview we've ever done. And we barely scratched the surface. We could do an easy yeah. ninety with with just Andy. Oh man, I mean, Andy man, Andy been in in, in, in sports so long. I mean, he was drawing up plays with Jesus on the scene. He was, <laughs> yeah. It was the water to wine play, which really put him on the map. You know what I mean? It really, uh, you know, no, like dude, I, like next time we have him on, I want him to talk a little bit about Ricky Henderson because like he does this because apparently Ricky always talked about himself in the third person, yeah, and he's yeah, got this whole. I mean. Just incredible. So, yeah, like, yeah. let's we'll get him back on for sure. The Ricky, the Ricky Hinn decision is hilarious. But even <laughs> I was like, oh, is he, he didn't do it. Ah, oh, well, I loved, uh, I loved the water to wine play, Patrick. But you know, Hail Mary was right there. <laughs> <laughs> it was right there. It was right there. It was right there. God damn. I was like the apostle. The, the <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch, like ring three times. I'm like, I'm going, oh, geez, bro, you got the triple option with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Come on, man. Come on, man. The Bible is the playbook, baby. I love it. The Bible is the playbook. All right. I want you to look. The next guy we recruit, just look him straight in the face and be like, our playbook is the Bible. The Bible. What? 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 All of our all of our announcers are just preachers like, oh, he got off that field like Lazarus rising. Not good, he's audibling the revelations. You know, there's definitely there's definitely a Moses parting the line reference there somewhere. I don't yeah. yeah. I know there's a heaven and champion. You know there's yeah. a championship in heaven, right? hundred percent. All right. Well you thought you thought we might be done with guests because it's a jam packed show, but I said it was a jam packed show. Jam packed show. We got another guest, Joshua. We do. Uh this man, uh, he is what some would call an Atlanta legend. And yeah. at such a young age. Yeah. Right? He's from Riverdale, Georgia, but he knows more about it. He one night during the season, we were in Layton's car trying to find an open Waffle House. We couldn't find one. But guess what? From from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., Layton Batiste drove us all over the city of Atlanta. And for him, I now know the city of Atlanta. And there he is. Layton Batiste. Yeah, Layton. There's a Waffle House every half block. Uh oh. I think we have an idea. There we go. Waiting, Batiste. Transformers. Oh, no. You're mute. Okay, hold on. Let me. I'm going to take you out. Oh, our first technical difficulty in a while. Jim, fix this. 
<laughs> dude i literally thought when you said he couldn't find an open waffle house and we're in his car i thought you're gonna be like and he cooked us waffles in the back of his car i was like well, i didn't know this story all right let's see if we can bring him back leighton batiste how okay. about now can y'all hear me we yes. hear you yes let's go perfect hey go. Lay, what are those medals up there um, so these are track and field medals. They're not mine. I used to work for an NCAA conference and I stole them from a student athlete. So yes. <laughs> I just want to know, hey, I strong. Just know what race. I was just waiting. Yeah. I just want to good, know what race. It's every race, gold, silver, bronze. So they knew I was the ultimate. So, That's a bold yeah. move. Cause if you steal something from those guys, they can catch you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I pulled my hamstring running right. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Leighton, um, oh, uh, Freddie Airmo says, looks like the SIAC or C, is it SIAC or SIAC? Yep. Hayek. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Okay, uh, Freddie. Hey, Freddie's be on it, don't he, though? Yeah, Freddie's Freddie on it. Freddie like knows elite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Freddie's the guy in the ear, like the producer's like, it's actually uh, Sayak. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Freddie. Got it. <laughs> he's, he's CJ. Nope, don't he's, he's so tired of getting our show names right. He's seeding them to other people. He's like, hey, could you just type this in the chat? Because I can't get another one right. <laughs> Uh, so Leighton, let's uh, let's tell the people uh, what we're doing uh, starting Monday. All right. So as always, everything fan control. We have new shows for you all. So Josh and I were dropping a new show called Back to Work. Obviously, Woo! it's on Monday, so it's going to be a hot topic show. We're going to come to you all with just the latest and greatest news in sports and entertainment. So yes, we are going to talk movies and favorite TV shows as well as our favorite topics in sports. I understand I'm coming on to talk about the Last of Us finale this Monday. Is that true, or that I just yes. invited myself on to? Yeah, <laughs> I'll make sure I'm caught up, D, so that we can all right. go back and forth. All right, all right, awesome. Can't wait. Uh, Wait, yeah, the real so question is, who lined you up? Oh, uh, so that's my boy Mike. Shout out, <laughs> my boy Mike. We play, we play football at high school together, so you know. There you go. We got to, got to trust the teammates. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's always one. It's always one. It's always. <laughs> Only takes one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on uh, Monday as well, Leighton and I, uh, we're going to go be going live on Instagram and doing uh, a little bit of a bracket challenge. Fans vote real quick. Uh, they're they're going to be quick polls, basically like quick fan votes on who we pick in our bracket. Leighton and I go head to head uh, and uh, we see who wins straight up. Yeah. And then fans can submit their brackets into the Discord and uh, we'll have a little uh, little bracket challenge uh, there in Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment. Yeah, I was thinking if we ever get at a point where like we have the same team, I have these rock paper scissors balls. Don't oh, you do yeah. not? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, what, is paper, what is that? So they're they're like these little like oh, it's dice, a... but they rock paper scissors. It's like Dungeons wow. and Dragons. Yeah, but yeah. I have cool. two of them. Those yeah. look like D12s to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's them. That's them. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, Leighton and I are pumped to, to get this going. We're gonna have guests, fans, friends, Patrick D's. Uh, anybody just invited himself on the show. <laughs> oh tall ginger giraffe man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this guy. I I love that. Like Jeff is like he's rolling a speech check and it comes up scissors and he's like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Well, I guess I have um, to roll with that. Uh, <laughs> well done, Jeff. That was very well yeah. done. Uh, so we do have some um, Discord questions I want to get to, but let's first, Jeff, hit that song. Let's start the segment. Let's yell about sports and stuff. Let's yell about sports and stuff. Let's yell about oh. sports and stuff. 
right. So last week, uh, we it was just me and Leighton talking to Ray. So this week we have at, we got we got to get through these quick because we have more people and we've got a lot to get to. Ray is our judge. All right. Uh, as always, each person gets about a minute, and then Ray uh, Ray judges. Mm. Here we go. First question, and let's yell about sports and stuff. Full swing, break point, drive to survive, all Netflix documentaries about F1, golf, tennis. So what non-major sport deserves a Netflix docu-series next and you can't say fan-controlled football or hoops or anything fan-controlled? Mm. We'll start Fishing. With- Oh, yeah. Yeah. I the gun. Sorry, I think you're going to no, start. Fishing? No, no, let, 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 let Leighton go. Yeah. Go with it. Fishing. Cook, cook, cook Leighton. Yeah, fishing. I want GoPro footage from the boat, some underwater stuff. I think it'll be really yeah. cool to see, like, the fish get the hook or whatever. If fish get POV. There. Awesome. And then, like, you know, there's college fishing. I don't know if y'all knew that. But there's, like, college teams. So you could do both. What? Like pro- College yeah, fishing? It's an SEC thing. So yeah, amazing, there's like college crazy. fishing teams out there. So I think fishing would be. You get a scholarship, a full ride on a fishing scholarship. That's pretty baller. Damn. Yeah, I should have learned. You know, at Cal State, uh, or in, uh, a lot of these California agricultural schools, like um, Cal Poly, you yeah. go to school on a rodeo scholarship. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but you uh, only, it only lasts fishing. <laughs> a scholarship for just knocking back brewskis and throwing the line into the water for eight hours a day. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I will go next. Okay. Women's volleyball. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Go on. Beach, preach. Indoor, both. Preach. Indoor. I mean, beach. Okay. You got me. I mean, either one, both. Uh, I loved when the when the uh, Olympics are on. I love watching uh, volleyball, men's and women's. Women, dude, they are awesome and they are. Uh, also very uh, very attractive. Uh, and it, I would be very entertaining, and I would be very entertained. I don't, uh, I, I, I don't know how that one loses. I, I, I can't follow that. It's incredible. So I'm going to go. Uh, I actually didn't know this was a question, but I've got it right now. So I, I think the answer is curling. Yeah. yeah, because I I fall off, I am you know those little emotional emotionally manipulated like human interest pieces before every sport they always do the one with curling and I'm always on the edge of my seat and they're sweeping and they're sweeping and I <laughs> and I love it and I want to understand what goes into sweeping and what the practice and I I think you either call it sweeps week or I just googled uh, curling terms there's a term in curling called heavy ice. Which means the rocks have to be thrown harder. So I think it's we call it heavy ice, and it's the story of curling. Oh, I didn't know we had to come up with titles too. You, you don't. I just Very above good. and beyond. Very good. Okay. That's what I do. I'm in it to win it. Well, uh, <clears throat> go ahead. Uh, well, no, no, you, Ray, you have to judge. I have to judge. I'm finished. Oh, you. Oh, you're the one. <laughs> you were going. Go ahead. Go. Yeah. Go. Always go. It, clearly, the winner is disc golf. Have you guys seen that? Everything goes viral in disc golf. They throw them like over lakes. They're, it's like through the woods. Their throws are incredible. And apparently the like the disc golf leagues are going crazy viral right now. People are showing up by the thousands for these championship meets. And nobody knows phone. anything about disc golf. And the game is called and the show is called, Patrick? Bring Chains. it. Because you hit it. Oh, yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Disc golf story. Um, I... Thought Patrick's was the dumbest one first. <laughs> That's a common phrase out of Ray's mouth. But I gotta go. Josh, that was horrible. 
I gotta go with Jeff. I gotta go with Jeff because he's right. Well, like, I, hey, I don't want to watch that. You don't even watch one. Of, you don't even want to watch that. Sweeps, sweeps, sweeps. But it's the it's the narrative between Sweeps. each fishing and the conversations on the Jeff boat. Jeff was exactly right. Sweeps. You got a story about <laughs> athletes and football oh. players are amazing looking athletes, females. I mean, oh my God. But if I had my choice, I would say rodeo and we call it last chance move. Oh, oh that's good. That's good. Let's go. That's Next good. Play. Next one. <laughs> I like that. That's hey, good. Next uh, question. Go. Uh, with all the off-season QB shuffling in the NFL, should contract negotiations be live-streamed, and why? <laughs> Layton, you're our guest. Yes, and I'm going to be traditional here. It has to be fan-controlled. So fans <laughs> should be able to choose negotiating terms and like vote yes and no on things. That would be good. Oh, that's strong. Fred Airmail in the chat saying show name last chance moo, which is just very <laughs> strong. Very you, you you asked us a yes or no, and the answer is clearly yes. They should be live streamed. I think that there's zero question there. And uh, I think I think the idea of uh, I, I, whatever. I'll just double down on what Layton said. I think having fans, I can't I I can't, I can't top that. I'm just I'm I'm on all aboard the Layton train. Woo woo! Fans choosing terms. Yep. It can't get doesn't get better. Mm -hmm. I'm on Team Layton with this one. I will say only. Lamar Jackson's negotiations because <laughs> he has he has no agent just and no lawyer. I don't get it. I don't understand what he's doing. No I agent, I, I have no, no lawyer. Idea. Lamar Jackson Ugh. in a room negotiating his own contract. That's gold. Just <laughs> eyeballing it. Uh, yeah, gold. I mean, looks good to me, guys. They're like none of it's guaranteed. He's like, I don't care. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of zeros there, Josh. A lot of zeros. <laughs> a lot of it is a lot of it is in gold. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, those are the gold like what if it was just diamond emojis yeah <laughs> <laughs> those sir are ious those are yeah, better gotta, than cash you gotta be pretty hardcore to be like i agree i ain't giving up 10 percent of my money no. No, no. <laughs> you know what? uh ray judge i think i'm not going to answer this one yeah, there's no reason Ladies wait can yeah, we yeah. can we add well can we add can there be like a Shark Tank version where the player has to pitch themselves to the fans? Oh, I would love good. to see Lamar talking yeah, to Falcons um, fans, Panthers fans, and Ravens fans. How much like, I'm yeah. worth? That's, that's what good. I. Love, that's what I love. Think, what you said because you're right. The, the The negotiation happens with the money, but then what are you to us as a community? I think. Like, what are you gonna do for us as a community? Just, just like a, a mayor, an alderman. I, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You, we want to know what are you gonna do for us? I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear Aaron Rodgers talk about what he thinks about Pfizer. Do you know what I mean? I want to hear that. I, I want to hear what Brett, Brett, what Brett Favre has to say. Never mind. No. <laughs> I, want hear, I want to hear what Lamar Jackson is going to do. Like, what is he going to do with his money? That he's, you know, at, at yeah. it, Brett Favre, for the man. fans. Yes, for you, the fans. Pizza party for all the fans every Friday night. Okay. Uh, this one, I was going to do this as the bonus question, but F it. We're going to do it now. Okay. WWE no. says they're gonna have gambling on scripted wrestling matches. Jeff, explain. No, explain. I mean, listen. I'm I'm I defend wrestling. That's my role on the show. I defend wrestling. I enjoy I enjoy professional wrestling. Uh, this feels rife with problems. <laughs> this feels. <laughs> you think? It feels like a minefield of potential problems. Yes. Um, I don't know how they expect to pull this off. 
but there are a lot of fun, unexpected outcomes just because it's scripted doesn't mean it's not hard to predict. It just feels like, boy, how do you prevent, prevent folks that are responsible for the outcome influencing the outcome? Um, I, I, I got nothing here, guys. I, I want to I say it's going to work out fine. I do not think it's going to work out fine. All right, nobody else is arguing. I've just brought that up so Jeff could look nope. silly. Because yeah, thank you. Like, <laughs> Good job. Okay. Uh, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Arguing? No. Really? We're going into no. the next generation of AI. So I think if they're going to do something like that, they would probably try to figure out how the AI is telling that story that everybody. WWE via Chat GPT. <laughs> Sign me up. Just all Undertaker all the time. <laughs> letters without words. That's true. That's true. Huh? Okay, so here we go. The final question. As we all know, the best show currently on television is The Last of Us. It's correct. Basically with, I, I put my daughter to sleep early on Sunday night so I could watch it. She yeah. wasn't too psyched about it. But, <laughs> okay, other than a gun, what weapon would you want in a zombie apocalypse? Now, I'm going to start because okay. I've been preaching this since day, since like season two or maybe season three of The Walking Dead. Okay. Why aren't more people like if you can just kill the zombies, right? Okay. Like, zombies in Walking Dead. L Last of Us, they're a little different. They're a lot faster. It seems like they're a lot more dangerous. Okay. We need to have wait like more spinny long spears. Like okay, spears like always going around. Like everybody, why are you letting them get so close that yeah. you have a hammer like or a sword? It's long spinning like metal. Things and you can whip it around your head and just whip it around until they're all gone. Survival is about managing the distance. Yes, I like it. I like it. Ray, I'm I'm worried that you left before Josh said something extremely stupid. You heard me? Did you ever watch The Walking Dead? Half the time they're shooting at him. Oh, yeah. just spinning like metal whip. No, I heard. Him. Yeah, I heard him. All right. Okay. You're stupid. Uh, so guys, I I saw this question. I was very stoked. I looked right before the show because I do all kinds of preparation for the show, as you well know. I found the best weapon for the zombie apocalypse, and I have a visual, Jim. If you could pull this up, I didn't know this existed, but I'm here to educate all of us on the fact that this is a thing. And I'd like all you can purchase this weapon on Amazon for thirty nine ninety five. You can. <laughs> Is it a big spear that you spin around your head? <laughs> you spin it around. Uh, this is an under-the-arm sword. I just didn't know this you? was a... That's you, isn't it? That's, that's definitely you. me. It's definitely not. This is incredible. Nice your jeans. <laughs> hey, yeah, my, my jorts. Look at this thing. It's incredible. No zombie gets within, I don't know, three and a half feet with, from you. It's just... You hold your arms out and you it's spin a, it... For, for for people who for audio listeners, it's a sword that you hold like a handle grip, and the sword it goes under your arm. I don't know what this is. I just wanted this. I just wanted this opportunity to show you guys the coolest weapon I found on on Amazon for thirty nine ninety five. What did you search for to find that Z zombie apocalypse weapons? It was like the third result. It's incredible. People have been thinking this through, Jeffrey. Yeah, like long spinning spears, guys. The answer, of course, is God, look a at that. car with spikes on it. Well, that's is that spiked a car? Okay, fine. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a gun. Layton, but it's Layton. I had a 
I'm gonna say a claymore. Here's why. This is a, a claymore. Here's why. Okay. I had a random urge yesterday to watch the battle scene in Braveheart yesterday. Oh, that's mm. a good one. It's a very vicious weapon, so I'm gonna go with a claymore. But okay. okay. I, I literally mean, thought look out for Braveheart, not not well. Yeah. So the, the, the sword claymore, I thought you meant one of those little mines you put on the ground that only blow up in one direction. I was very confused why you would choose that. I was like, I was like, okay, no. right, go on. I mean, Can we do like mythical weapons or do you Yes, oh, definitely. Lightsaber. Lightsaber. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, I do uh, like grenade. Nobody said grenade. Grenade seems pretty smart. No, that's you only have one. One grenade. term, you yeah. What about you grenade belt? Right Box of grenades. Grenade belt. <laughs> I live in Chicago, so I'm I'm pretty whipped up up in here. We we got firearms everywhere. I got my Ford car. But I always tell my wife, like when COVID hit, I said, babe, we ain't got nothing to worry about until people start eating their brains out. If they start <laughs> eating brains, I, I tell you, like. Whoa. Ray has this. Ray's got ready. They know. Well, I, come, come through here. Whoa, it's a sword off. It's a sword <laughs> off, yeah. Are we going to do weapons? Are ain't we... nobody yeah. coming up in here. Ray, ain't, no, Ray, you need to... ain't nobody walking dead up in here. Ray, you need Amazing. to cosplay as Blade. Oh, shit. He is the good, Daywalker. You got Blade action. Blade. That's, how we do. That's how we do it the Austin crib. <laughs> Incredible. I just, I'm just uh, saying, Josh. I'm just saying that the first, the first zombie that grabs the end of your swingy thing, and then you're done. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. You are swinging it so fast and so hard that you are chopping their because heads I off. Because I practice it. It's like a helicopter blade. That just seems no. so energy inefficient. I'm, so, I'm, 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 like, I'm exhausted. Yeah, they, like, I'm heavy? so tired. We have watched what the girls can do in Black uh, Panther. We'll call it forever. Listen, They're just I'm telling y'all, y'all better, years. yo, y'all better get y'all blade game up. I love Josh's, Josh's answer is you basically be a Dormelage from Wakanda and you'll be fine. I'm in my, I'm in my spiked car driving comfortably. You've got the, like a weekend. he's got the auto drive on just chilling, yeah. running over zombies, hands up. It's like, ah. me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> when you get like. Boxed in by other things like other cars on like roads where it seems like get out of here, Jeff. Your spike car idea is dumb. Ray vote. <laughs> Ray voted for Mariano's with my sword in the back. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, Mescalade, uh, our buddy Greg Mescal in the chat with the, the quote, uh, the, the quote of the chat so far best weapon when times are tough, a positive attitude. Couldn't <laughs> Greg always has it right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Always in there with the, yep. yep, he's always got it. That wins. Um, you guys want to rip out some uh, some uh, Discord questions? You're damn right we do. Let's go. Here we go. Uh, Jeff, uh, maybe do the poll thing. You know when you tell them about the oh, poll? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about time for the poll. Last chance to get your uh, name suggestions for what we're called next week. We're going to put the poll up. Moment. Oh, polls up. Never mind. Last chance. Here we Speaking of last chance, here's the poll. Last chance, Moo. Oh, Very good. good. Very strong. Strong. Don't touch the Ferrari. Also extremely strong. Very good. Adios. Audio D's. Dark web polar bears. Oh. Very good. Spiny long spears. Spinny. Excuse me. Spinny, spinny long spears. Spinny long spears. <laughs> you guys better vote for that one, damn it. No. I, like, I don't know. All the, things, in, in all the things you could have built in The Walking Dead, those zombies, like, you could punch their heads off half the time, okay? Wait, wait, but Josh, what about the zombies that crawl? 
Yeah, man. It's always an answer. It's been low. I did a long spear. A spear don't miss it. No, it's like a long knife, sharp edge. Oh my god! Why are we still talking about the spinny? Just oh my god. I mean, the 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 thing is that he only put this question in because he'd been thinking. I, about obviously, it. he's oh still thinking about it. <laughs> think about it oh. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. uh, uh, real quick, before we get to the Discord questions, I got to give a shout out to this company, uh, Fan Control Sports Entertainment. Jim, we were in the Harvard Business Review. What? Look at this. Yeah, yeah look at this. It's popped up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is big wow. time. Oh yeah, saw that. That's dope, man. They just let anybody in there now, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Clearly, Harvard's campus one time. Uh, yeah, the Harvard Business Journal uh, wow. review. Look at the that. Harvard Business Review: Lessons on Customer Engagement Through Fan Control Football. Boom, Harvard, baby. Wow. How about Harvard. them apples? Where'd you go to college? Harvard. Harvard. Well, Harvard. I, had, I had something in there. Yeah. <laughs> Harvard. Did I make the grade? No. Oh. Was this was the sport that I'm currently involved with in the Harvard Business Review? Sure. Oh, yeah. Same yeah. thing. Exactly yeah. the same thing as being in the college. Yes. I'm getting the t-shirt made with this article on it. On it. <laughs> Me too. Be like, right, right. Could you turn around? I didn't I need to get to that second paragraph. Hold on, turn around. Got it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here's some Discord questions. We got a few minutes left. All right. This shirt's behind a paywall. Boom. Okay. Here we go. Um, it's, it's a tie game. This comes from Bang Bang Rogers. It's a tie game in the Super Bowl. 30 seconds left. Forrest Gump wants to go home. Bobby Boucher thinks Forrest was talking bad about his mama. Could Bobby stop Forrest? No. What? Ab no, absolutely not. Forrest would run straight through him. No, no Forrest would run no. right through him. Forrest would outrun him. Forrest would outrun him. He was the lead kick returner on I mean, Alabama history. <laughs> Wait, did he yeah. say that Forrest said something about Bobby's mama? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bobby's winning. See, I'm, so? I'm team Bobby. Y'all remember what I'm he on did team to Bobby the professor, well. right? I yeah. feel like Forrest wasn't fast. He just went. He just didn't stop. You know, he's determined. Yeah, you know, it's that it's a positive attitude. You know what I mean? It's just Greg Meskel. Lateral movements, Layton. Do you remember? No. Oh, oh man, he could. But cut. I do. I do remember Bobby Boucher drop kicking somebody on the field. So. Hey, hey, that's a good counterpoint. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I, we don't talk enough about drop kicks on this show. <laughs> Wrong. Oh, this could win like the fourth could run like the wind blows. All right. Here we go. Uh, Night Jate Wright. Uh, are there plans to utilize NCA March Madness to garner hype for FC Oops? Uh, sure. Yes, there yeah. were some questions on the website. Now, there's like nine questions here. Hold on. Uh, how about this one? Scratch out. Uh, will the Republic team investments be reopened before 3.0? Ooh, good uh, question. I think the answer is uh, that is our intention. So I think we want to add a couple of moving pieces there, but we would love, again, part of the mission of this organization is being able to democratize sports for everybody. And that includes having just fractionalized ownership and authentic ownership. And you, we realize that through Republic. So th that's the goal. I love it when you talk about the mission of this organization. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Bang Bang Rogers. Uh, what if uh, we could vote for the design of the court every game or we could have Ooh. team specific designs for the home team? That's the plan. That's dope. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. that would be. I like that. Um, you could even change designs in the middle of the game if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, 
avatar grass, long spinny spears, they're everywhere. Did you see, did you have, just dropped a long spinny spears in there like it had something to do with basketball? <laughs> just, oops, I did it again, Patrick, like another spears we know. Okay. <laughs> that might be your best in a long time. Yeah, that was, I, I was, I was real good. That was very good. Uh, that was real good. Um, we all know D this one's from nerdy plays. We all know D's is famous now for the money gun. What other type of gun would you want to own? And when would you use it? Imagine walking to target and having a coupon gun. There it is. Uh, it just is. walking to the register and making it rain. Coupon um, gun. That's hilarious. I kind of want, like, I want to go to a Mexican restaurant and shoot uh, shredded cheese out of a gun. Yes. Oh, and, that's good. Oh, and, uh, and by restaurant, just, you mean my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I want, hey, to take that to a I want to take that to a restaurant and actually pay like that, but like, this, this ain't even real money. By the time you count it, I'll be gone. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the winner of the show poll for the name for next week, Dark Web Polar Bears. Dark yeah, Bears. come on. It's fantastic. Like it. Well done, this fans. show went long, uh, not shockingly, and there are a bunch of very fun uh, questions on the from the Discord in here that we will get to next week for sure. Sounds good. Cool. At awesome. Fans and friends of the program. Thanks, thanks for joining, Layton. Yes. Wait, can't can't always. wait. Can't wait for your show on Monday, man. Yeah. Let's go. Very exciting. Uh, very yes. exciting. What Tons of other it? content to check show? out. What time is the show, Josh? Uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. And I know people are like, hey, you always start Eastern. I don't live there. No. So I have to do my time zone before my head explodes. <laughs> and then Leighton will always get it wrong. Yeah. I think we all agree we <laughs> yeah. should all be talking in mountain time. I think we've all, all agreed in on In mountain that. time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. That sounds, that sounds, mountain, said said nobody ever. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> 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 Gary, Gary the two. I don't. <laughs> do I, no, I don't. Doesn't make any sense. Right, well, somebody in LA uh, was like, get on the 60 freeway. I'm like, the uh, 60? <laughs> <laughs> Where the Thank you for being with us, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, we appreciate man. you. Re remember, there's tons of other content for you to check out. Uh, uh, do not, do not stop the content consumption. Uh, FCTV, <laughs> tons of content. Uh, we will be back next week when we will be called Black called? Market Dark Web Dark, yes, dark, dark Web Polar Bears. Dark Web Polar Bears. Let's go. Demanded it. Uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Until then, power to the fans. Power to the fans. This has been a presentation of the Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the show, leave a review, subscribe to this network, follow us across all our social media channels, and tell everyone you know that the future of sports is here, and it's fan-controlled. L.F.G.